Welcome back to episode six. Thank you for joining me today. Today I wanted to talk about scripture study and how that plays a role in positive thinking. And I wanted to start off by sharing a story about scriptures. Um, Basically, it's a commandment, you know, from God that we read the scriptures. And I think that this comes very hard for a lot of people because our time is spread thin a lot of the time. And it's hard to manage um, what to do with our time wisely. And so I had often heard people say, well, even if you only have five minutes here, just open your scriptures and, and read them up. And so what I would do is before bed, extremely tired from my day's duties, I would open my scriptures, read them for five, 10 minutes, and then roll over, oftentimes have no clue what I just read. But I would read them because it was a commandment. And I would forget, you know, what I read the next morning. But at least in that moment, I felt good. And for a long time, that um, sustained me, I was okay doing that. Just because I kind of felt like I was still doing what I was supposed to do. But when I started on the journey of, of positive thinking, a thought came to my mind that I needed to be studying the scriptures a little bit more intently and feasting upon them. So I started out by making a goal. And this goal is going to be different for every single person, how they decide to do it. But I had to have a goal where I could set aside uninterrupted time where I was where it was quiet, where I could focus, and where I wasn't tired. Because I realized that a lot of the times when I'm tired, I just don't pay attention. And so for me, personally, that time that I found was in the very early morning time. Some people are morning people, some people are night people. I don't know that I'm necessarily anyone, but the only time that I really could find uninterrupted quiet time was early in the morning because everybody was sleeping in my household and it was completely quiet and still. And so I started setting an alarm um, on my phone that said time to read the scriptures. And that's what I would wake up to each morning. And so I set that time aside and I, I opened them up. And rather than reading them, I decided that I was going to feast upon them. So everybody's interpretation of of how they feast upon the scriptures is different because I think different methods work for different people. And so I just kind of wanted to share what has worked for me. And this is the method that I use. So I got a dollar notebook from the dollar store and I opened it up. And on the very first page, I wrote, what I was reading that morning. And I drew a line on the bottom of the page that said what I felt. And I would underline that. So as I read, I would take notes what was being said. And then on the bottom, I would write down what I was feeling at that moment. What was the Lord trying to communicate to me as I was reading? And I noticed with my own personal um, method that worked for me, that my eyes were, were greatly opened. 
to a whole new understanding of the joy and the happiness that can come from reading the scriptures. But most of all, it helped me with my positive thinking. And I definitely believe that really studying the scriptures substitutes a superficial understanding for a sublime, life-changing enhancement of our faith. I know that there's no training class or manual or self-help book that is as helpful as personally studying the scriptures. I think it's impossible not to read the scriptures and learn about Christ, to learn about his life, to learn about how he treated other people, to learn about how he handled situations. And what happens as you come to learn about him and everything that he did, you come to know him. And what happens when you come to know him? You start changing your life. He turns into your strength and you'll feel his voice by the spirit telling you what you should do. Let's look at an example in the scriptures of, of how Jesus treated other people. In the scriptures, it says, then Jesus beholding him, loved him. What does beholding mean? It means that the Savior looked deeply into his soul and recognized his goodness and also his potential, discerning his greatest need. So right then and there, Christ teaches us how we're supposed to look at other people. Are all people supposed to be beheld and loved? The answer to that is yes. That's exactly what it teaches us in the scriptures. That all of us are supposed to look at other people into their soul, as you would say, and recognize their goodness and what their potential is. And so what I learned after I read that was that I wanted to kind of test this out. I was going to look at people as they're walking by me on the road. And I was going to imagine myself beholding them, maybe embracing them by grabbing, you know, their face with my hands and truly loving them. And as I started looking at each person in that way, I started gaining this unmeasurable love for every person that was around me, not just my family, not just people that were nice to me. It started opening to my eyes to how the Savior sees all of us. Anytime that you feel like you're being asked to do something hard, I want you to think of the Lord beholding you, loving you, and inviting you to follow him. There is so much peace in that statement to follow him. He's always inviting us to come with him and partake of the peace. And that offer is always on the table. It's never removed regardless of any choices or sins that you've made in your life. He still beholds you. And I love the comfort that is found in that statement of how much that he loves us and how that can change our lives. 
if you have this knowledge, because you've read it in the scriptures, that the Lord has an unmeasurable love for you, how would that affect your thinking? Would you find peace in knowing that all things are going to work out? Would you find peace in knowing that you have somebody that loves you always? There's so many blessings that come from studying the scriptures. Think of the other thing that you read about in the scriptures, the atonement. There's so many detailed stories of what took place when, when Christ went into the Garden of Gethsemane and he suffered for all of our sins. That atonement is available to us daily. And repentance is one of the greatest blessings. See how much your eyes are open when you have this knowledge reading it every day. Think of the knowledge shared with serving others found repeatedly throughout the scriptures. I learned when my focus turned to others, there was light, there was hope, there was strength, there was courage, there was joy. This is all possible because of the atonement. So I just wanted to leave that with you today, that if you have any question in your life, what you should do, how you should treat another person, what path you should go on, open your scriptures and feast upon them, and then allow the Lord through the Spirit to tell you what it is that you need to do. Because I know as you ask, He will tell you. And I also know if you have a desire that you want to be more positive, then you're, you've taken the very first step. And now you know exactly what you need to do to start on your journey. And so join me next week for episode seven. Later.